POV, a Florida classroom. You know what I don't get is why people still see me as a woman. What more could I be doing? I literally cut my titties off. I don't think I look like a woman. So why does everybody? Hi, my name is Asher and this is my voice one week on TV. <laughs> so this is a great idea. I'm if you Asher, are able to and don't have too much like voice dysphoria in order to record yourself, you'll I'm notice the differences Asher, that happen. Cause sometimes you can't really tell unless you, unless you hear it like Woo! this. That is changing. And you know, the timeline's gonna be different for everyone. Oh, look at you with the top surgery. That's amazing. You look great. <laughs> yeah, no lifting Whoa. the arms above your shoulders for six Hi, weeks. Name is Asher, and this is my voice. Your voice sounds great. Three months, wow. So again, if it's not there at three months, don't worry, we'll Hi, get there. Asher, and this oh, is my dude. Nice. Oh boy. White cis women, we need to talk. Take a deep breath. And let's talk. Some of you just now reacted to me saying cis. That defensiveness comes from white supremacy culture. It's okay to be all up in your feelings like that, but it's not okay to use your feelings as an excuse to harm others. We need to pause, allow ourselves to feel our feelings and process through why those were the feelings that we had. Then you can address the underlying thought that caused that feeling. Only when we have thoroughly processed our feelings and the underlying thoughts will we be in a position to respond appropriately with kindness and thoughtfulness. It's just me. Maybe I'm more annoyed about this than I should be, but it feels like extra disrespectful to misgender somebody when they have a pronoun pin on. Like, you know, I know I'm femme presenting. I know I look like a girl, but it's right here. It's like, uh, I have a they, them, their pronoun pin right here, and people still call me a girl. People are still using she, her, and it's like, guys, come on. I'm, I'm not asking for much here. I'm literally just asking for people to use my pronouns, that's all. Come on, do better, be respectful. It's not hard to be respectful of people's pronouns. Can we try harder, please? You know, all I'm trying to say here is just, it be respectful of people. It feels really shitty to have something so clearly dictate what my pronouns are and people still misgender me. It's not hard to be respectful of people's pronouns. It's really not. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6 a.m. I remember that I have no kids to take to school, so I take an edible, masturbate, and go back to sleep. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. and get ready for a busy day of doing whatever the f I feel like. I put on my most impractical and stylish shoes since I won't be chasing a child around the grocery store. I go to my fave spot in Paris to grab a croissant. I do a meditation sesh on the plane since I have no screaming kids allowing me all the time in the world to become enlightened. The weightlessness of my existence has granted me superhuman powers. 
I teleport myself back home. Then I get ready for a night out with whatever hot guy I met on Raya that morning. I call up a babysitter and tell her that I don't need her since I still don't have kids. Now it's time for a workout, so I hit Mount Everest for a quick climb. I invent a time machine, go back in time, and kill Hitler. Freeze, you bastard! It's amazing what you can do when you have this much free time. And that's a day in the life of a childless woman. Hi there, you must be new to my account. I say white to remind people that white supremacy is everywhere. Because in order for true equality to happen, white supremacy has to be dismantled. And a lot of people are not even aware of their use of whiteness unless someone like me points it out by calling it white. In your case, you as a white woman telling an Asian woman how to speak on her account is a pretty white privileged mindset. Because I would have never thought to go to your account and say, hey, your face is really annoying. You should change your profile photo. I would never say that to you. Like that would have never crossed my mind. Like who am I to tell you that? And you should have awareness of your actions. You as a white woman telling me how to speak is tone policing. And that's a behavior that's very common among white women. You may have not intended that, but there are many white women who act exactly like you. So that's why I say white to raise your awareness because it's so ingrained in you, you may not realize it. And maybe next time when you're about to do the very same thing, my annoying white will ring in your ear and stop you. So you're welcome. All right, we have to talk about this right-wing idea of parents' rights. It's literally just fascism. As far as I can tell, parents' rights means allowing parents to control their kids, even in ways that are harmful to their kids. Obviously, as an educator, I believe strongly in the importance of parents and families and other primary caregivers instilling morals and discipline and principles in their kids. I see educators' role as partnering with parents and other caregivers to form a collaborative support network for every child. However, some parents and caregivers unfortunately do not support their kids the way they should. That's part of why the public school system works with social services to make sure kids are taken care of. It's why schools work to connect parents with resources to help them learn how to support their children if and when they need the help. The fact of the matter is, parents and caregivers who reject their children's gender identities are not taking care of their children. Kids whose families refuse to affirm their child's true gender identity are at greatly increased risk of suicide attempts, self-harm, substance abuse, homelessness, low academic performance, and other serious mental health issues. Conservatives who claim that their real concern is parents' rights are just trying to use a family-friendly excuse for wanting trans people to not exist. I'm about to run up on these kids and start banning these books right away. Hey, 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 what y'all reading? What y'all reading? Harry Potter? You reading Harry Potter? Oh, witchcraft. Gotta go. Gotta go. Hey, hey, hey. A black, a black boy? No, absolutely not. What you reading? The hate you give? I'm going to give you something to hate. This book's gone. Say goodbye. What you reading? What you reading? You have wonder 
I wonder how you feel once this book is gone. Say goodbye. What you reading? What in the, what in the, gotta go. Gotta go, class act. What is this class act? I'll show you a class act. This book, say goodbye. Say goodbye. You, hey, what you reading? Holes. Digging up, up holes? I'm gonna dig up a hole and bury this book in it. POV. A Florida classroom? Hey, what are you reading? What? Uh, uh, you know, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. You cannot be reading. Look at what they're reading in here. Look at this. Look at this. Absolutely not. No, I made a mistake. A dictionary is a no. Give me the book. Give me the book. Your diction will be lesser now. You will not know these words. These words are atrocious. I shall not read books. I shall not read books. Books are bad. Books are bad. If I read, it's approved by the feds. If I read, it's approved by the feds. Oh, yeah. Y'all hear that? Yeah. Okay, sweetie, so apparently you're not wanting to understand or listen. So, hi, I'm Mama Rose. I am a transgendered woman. I go by she, her, they, them pronouns. And I can tell you right now, my period I experience every month is very real, very valid, and very painful. But you know what? You go ahead and keep invalidating trans women. You go ahead and keep telling them that their experience is not real. You go ahead and keep telling them that. Because if that makes you feel like a real woman, if that makes you feel so big and important, sweetie, then you go do it. Whatever helps you sleep at night, boo-boo. But I'm here to tell you the real facts. Trans women experience menstrual cycles. Not all of us. Oh, no, not all of us. No, some of us are lucky and don't have to go through it. And then some of us, like myself, go through it every month. Every month. The cramps, the bloating, the fatigue, the nausea, all of it. The only thing I don't get is a menstrual cycle. I don't bleed. That's the only difference. And if that is what makes a period a period for you, I am so sorry for you because now you're also invalidating cis women, you know, cis women who don't have menstrual periods because that's real, but it's okay. You can keep invalidating people to make yourself feel more important, but I'm not going to sit here and allow you to invalidate my community or myself. Because my experience is very real. My period I experience every month is very fucking real. And I have tried so hard to explain to you that you are invalidating the trans experience. And you can say, well, I'm not, I'm not. No, we're done. We've had this conversation. You didn't want to listen. And now I'm going to be putting you on blast. Here is your wake-up call. Stop invalidating the trans experience. 
because my period is very real and so is every other trans person's period that goes through it. Okay? And so is every cis woman who doesn't have an actual menstrual. Quit invalidating people because they're different than you. That makes you the wrong one, not us. Okay, so first of all, I will say that the process, the journey is ongoing and probably will be for potentially her entire life. But here's how it started. So she was uh, designated, assigned, observed male at birth. And until about 18 months, didn't really, you know, know too much, just kind of was raising two kids, working full time, not really paying attention to what was going on. And at around 18 months, started she started showing signs of like really being interested in things that her sister had and had in her closet and wanting to play dress up and wanting to put on lip gloss. And when she would see fingernails, she would want her fingernails painted too. And, you know, we just, we thought it was cute. No issue. We had no issue with, you know, her wanting to do those kinds of things. Um, and then around the age of two, things started to progress at a quicker pace. And so each time that we would go to pick her up from preschool, she was fully outfitted in dresses and jewelry. And so I will say I was super stoked that we had such a wonderful childcare center that she was in because she was allowed to, you know, experiment with her gender and play dress up and do those kinds of things and have access to them. So when I would go to pick her up from preschool, like I said, she would be dripping in, you know, just jewelry and clicky shoes and all kinds of stuff. And getting her to take that off to go home was usually a pretty gnarly struggle. Uh, and then pr around the age of four, she started wanting to wear like leggings and headbands. She had this one headband she was completely attached to that she felt, I, I look back on it now and think to myself, gosh, I wonder when she put that, that headband on, she thought to herself, people see me for who I am. No one's going to misgender me now. Um, and so it, it progressed. It just kept moving in that direction with more and more things that started showing more and more signs. Um, she would say, when I wake up tomorrow, I'll be a girl. And we were kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. And my husband and I would be like, we got we to gotta figure this thing out. And so kind of for that final test, my husband decided, you know what? We're going to figure this thing out. We're, we're going we're gonna to tap into this and see what happens. So he said, you know, I'm going to coach a t-ball team and I want her to be on it. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. Well, that didn't go over so well. She not only hated T-ball, she hated the uniform, she hated the hat. We found everything in the trash multiple times. Um, she was, a, you couldn't get her out the door uh, to go play on Saturday mornings. And so uh, eventually I thought at one point, well, okay, well, what if I let you wear your leggings and a tank top underneath and we can, as soon as the game's over, you can take your uniform off. And she was like, okay. So she wore the headband, she didn't wear the hat, she wore the headband, she wore the clothes underneath her uniform and she would go to the game and she would stand there and as soon as it was like game over, she would rip those clothes, you know, that uniform off and stand and proud in her tank top and her leggings. Um, and very shortly after that, she told us she was a girl and we believe her. That's problematic!